What is up, guys? Welcome to another edition of the Market Marauder Show. Speeding the market one trade at a time. Hope everybody's having a great week out there. Uh, able to walk in some profits. Uh, so in this episode, I'm going to be talking about uh, the Facebook and IG outage that recently just happened. Give it a breakdown of the situation. The stock did fall uh, after that came out. And it said that Mark Zuckerberg lost about $6 billion worth of his uh, net worth from just that one event. So pretty crazy situation uh, that's going on. So Facebook says sorry for a mass outage and reveals why it happened. The outage marked the longest stretch of downtime for Facebook since 2008. Um, so it says to all the people in business around the world who depend on us, we are sorry for the inconvenience caused by today's outage across platforms. Um, and this was by uh, Santosh Janarda. Uh, um, and this is Facebook's VP uh, of infrastructure. Uh, and this is what the post said. So basically apologizing uh, for all the things that were going on. Facebook shares closed down almost 5% on Monday, uh, but they were up nearly 1% in the early morning on a Tuesday. So they did rally back a little bit, but not as much as they fell. Um, so the Facebook has apologized for the mass outage uh, that left billions of users unable to access Facebook, Instagram, and WhatsApp and Messenger for several hours. So, uh, the outage which prevented users from refreshing their feeds or sending messages uh, was caused by uh, configuration changes on the backbone routers. Um, and this is what the VP of infrastructure said, uh, without specifically saying exactly uh, what had caused it. Uh, the changes caused issues that interrupted the flow of traffic between routers and Facebook's data center around the world. Um, and this is uh, basically the explanation for the outage. Facebook, Instagram, and WhatsApp stopped working shortly before noon Eastern time uh, when the websites and app for Facebook services were responding with server errors. Just after 7 p.m. Eastern time, around six hours after the platform went offline, Facebook CEO Mark Zuckerberg uh, wrote on his Facebook page, Facebook, Instagram, WhatsApp, and Messenger are coming back online now. He added, sorry for the disruption today. I know how much you rely on our services and stay connected with the people you care about. Uh, so the outage marked the longest stretch of downtime for Facebook uh, since 2008. Uh, when a bug knocked out the site for about a day, affecting about 80 million users. The platform currently has around 3 billion users, so definitely uh, everybody felt uh, the magnitude of this. And so the irony of the situation, though, is the outage came uh, one day after the whistleblower who leaked private internal research uh, to both the Wall Street Journal and Congress uh, revealed herself ahead of the interview with CBS program 60 Minutes. Uh, so definitely a lot of a lot of things going on uh, with the Facebook company um, and this whole whistleblower situation. Uh, so let's uh, do a small breakdown of what's going on with that situation. Uh, so the Facebook whistleblower who revealed uh, tens of thousands of pages of internal research and documents indicating the company was aware of various problems caused by its apps, including Instagram's potential toxic effect on teen girls, called on Congress to take action against the social media platform in a testimony before the Senate uh, subcommittee Tuesday. 
So Frances Han, which is uh, her name, a 37-year-old former Facebook product manager uh, who worked on civic integrity issues at the company, faced questions from a commerce subcommittee, uh, subcommittee about what Facebook owned, uh, Instagram knew about the effects on young users, among other issues. Uh, so she basically said, I'm here today uh, because I believe that Facebook's product harmed children, uh, stoked division, and weakened our democracy. Uh, so this is direct quotes from her. Uh, she said, the company's leadership knows how to make Facebook and Instagram safer, but won't make any necessary changes because they have put their um, astronomical profits uh, before people. So astronomical, if I can read that correctly, <laughs> uh, before people. Uh, so congressional actions in uh, is needed, and they won't solve this crisis without your help. So she's basically uh, saying that they're putting money over making the apps um, better and safer for, uh, it seems like she's focusing on a younger demographic of users. Um, and so definitely very interesting that that's kind of her key target audience uh, for people who she's uh, championing. championing. Uh, so definitely going to see how uh, more of these developments uh, take place. This is just the beginning of this in my uh, personal opinion. Um, and so who knows what more information uh, she's willing to reveal or willing to, you know, uh, come out there and tell. Uh, but I really don't know if this is that big of a problem. It may be bigger than uh, we may be seeing on the surface, but it definitely is interesting that um, the site went down right after uh, this whistleblower incident uh, sort of happened. So maybe um, Facebook implemented some changes uh, during that outage um, with some new features or something like that. Uh, we don't know. It's definitely a very interesting situation um, with being one of the largest social media apps out there, uh, Facebook and IG. It definitely, you know, a lot of people felt the effects of the outage. So it's definitely going to be uh, something to look forward uh, to in, you know, the coming weeks, especially considering Facebook is one of the FANG uh, apps. I think this is a very, um, you know, brave task that she's doing to take on Facebook, especially because it has so many ties. I mean, the amount of people, 3 billion people use Facebook um, and use uh, IG. So, I mean, that's a lot of people uh, who would be affected if, uh, you know, Congress really gets um, their hands on this. And it's not the first time Facebook has had to face Congress. Mark, Mark Zuckerberg has had to uh, testify about some other things going on as well. So, um, you know, definitely not the first time, you know, allegations have been made against Facebook. But I think it's the first time that I've personally seen where it's an outside person and not some member of Congress uh, coming after Facebook. So I'm not saying it's going to be the end of Facebook or Instagram. I think they're going to be here for quite a long time. They've been here, you know, forever, basically. Uh, there's a whole generation of people who have grown up on Facebook um, and on uh, Instagram. I feel like if I asked my younger siblings, uh, they wouldn't even know what MySpace was. So I grew up on the generation of MySpace. That was the big social media uh, platform that kind of started um, my generation off uh, with social media. But I feel like a lot of the, uh, like, our siblings uh, of millennials kind of grew up on IG um, and then grew up on 
Facebook and now becoming the children of TikTok. So, um, you know, TikTok definitely was not out uh, when I was growing up. So there are way more uh, social media platforms available now for children. And I don't think that, um, you know, it's going to be interesting how they rule in this case or if they do open a case on this because it could trickle down to how uh, majority of social media platforms are being monitored and regulated. So uh, definitely interesting overall. Uh, might be able to see some effects of this from Twitter or potentially even TikTok itself. So uh, it might be a trickle-down effect depending on the ruling of this situation. So good luck to everybody out there trading. Uh, Hope you all are able to lock in some profits uh, for this week. Now I'll try to give you some more updates uh, on this case as it continues uh, to develop. Definitely very interesting and glad to have Facebook and Instagram back up and working. So see you guys next time. Peace.